Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, over the last two weeks or so, I've had about seven messages from you guys asking for my 1-17 to team of underachievers. So for me, an underachiever is a guy that comes into first grade with huge wraps on them. We're expecting them to be absolute superstars. And for whatever reason, it might be injury, it might be form, it might be off-field distractions. They don't quite live up to the big wraps that they had now. For me to make this 17, I, you know, I spoke to a few people about it. I asked a few mates, who would you have in here? Who are the guys? And... Everyone I spoke to, depending on which team they went for, they had another guy that I hadn't even thought of. So this list could be absolutely endless. I could make three really solid teams here for you. This is the 17 that I've got. Um, I'm going to start today with the back line, then I'll drop the forwards tomorrow. But as I said, an extremely tough and difficult uh, list to make. Uh, I mentioned yesterday when I was going through Buzzers Top 50 that if you get a list, a list that's more than five players, my God, it's hard. I've gone for uh, my one to 13 in positions, and the next four, I've gone for two backs on the bench and two forwards. So my back line, uh, the fullback would be quite possibly, I'm not sure if there's ever been a more hyped player that didn't live up to the hypes when he first came in. The year was 2007, and on the back of the Telegraph, the headline was Greg Waddell. Now, Greg Waddell, for those that remember him, was 13 years ago. He first burst on the scene. He never actually played NRL, I believe. And Greg Waddell, he signed a contract with the Penrith Panthers. I believe it was a five-year deal worth a hundred grand each season, and he was 16 years old. He was unbelievable, an outside back that just lit it up. I never saw him play myself, but from the people that I hear talk about him, that I respect their opinions, Greg Waddell could have been absolutely anything. And to be, you know, to sign a contract with the Penrith Panthers with the nursery they've got and the players they have to choose from to sign a five-year contract worth that much money at 16 years of age. It is simply unbelievable. This was 13 years ago too. This wasn't recent. So this was, the to, you know, if you were 16 and you signed a five-year deal worth 100K a season now, that would be astronomical. To sign it 13 years ago, it defies belief. Greg Waddell, had a heap of injuries and a heap of shit go on. He never made it to the NRL and 
He's one of those guys that when you talk to people that came through junior grades and came through the rep footy at that age, he was just something else, just such a destructive outside back. I put him at fullback because the other guys I've got in this list, they're definitely wingers and centres. So I had to put him at fullback there. Greg Waddell's the first man. On the wing, I've got two superstars that made it to the NRL and played a couple of seasons and they just had so much ahead of them and injury cut their career short. The first one's Taniela Tuaki. Um... Taniella played for the West Tigers sort of in the late 2000s, early 2010s, I believe. He was sensational. He was just so hard to handle. He was like, um, I, I remember then thinking, wow, this is like Matt Utai all over again, but he was stronger and faster. He was unbelievable, Taniella Tawaki. Him and Benji had a fantastic combo out on the West Tigers' left edge, and essentially if he got the ball five metres out, it was over. He couldn't be stopped. Um, I believe he scores a try against the Parramatta Eels, and I'm going to say in... Oh, maybe 2010 and that essentially ends his career it might have been a little bit after that but that ends his career there he never plays again and he really he had all the potential in the world to do anything on the other wing I've got a man you all know Jarao Yao Yi um, Yao Yi was simply incredible he played for the Kangaroos and for the Maroons and was scoring tries left right and centre just like they were going out of fashion in rep sides and Unfortunately, one night, I believe it was in Perth against South Sydney, he went up for a high ball and he came down and, um, you know, his ankle just essentially crumbled underneath him. Um, it was I, I, I don't remember the incident all that well because I literally couldn't watch it. That sort of stuff makes me sick to watch. And watching him on the ground, I think he had the bone sticking out of his leg. Just terrible, a terrible situation. And he had the world in front of him. He would have been the best winger in the game for a long time. He was at the Broncos. They were doing well then. He was sensational. Queensland Maroons, he had that jersey locked down. Kangaroos, he had that jersey locked down, and he was still so young, and his career unfortunately ended there. Uh, it took him another year or two to retire, I believe. I believe he tried to come back, and since then he's been working in the media department for the Brisbane Broncos and is doing fantastic things in the community. And unfortunately, injury took stellar careers away from both of these two superstars. They would have been absolutely anything. In the centres, I've gone for a guy that I've spoken about a lot on this podcast, Owen Craigie. Uh, Owen was just the most gifted footballer I think we've ever seen. He was unbelievable. He won a comp with the Knights in 97 and was just unstoppable. I I talk about, you know, schoolboy superstars and Owen Craigie, he was the schoolboy superstar. He made the Australian schoolboy side three years in a row, which means he was in the best 17 players in in Australia in year 10, year 11 and year 12. Simply unbelievable. I don't think it'll ever be done again. When guys play two years, that's incredible. You're talking about your Brad Fittlers and these sort of guys. To play three years will never be done again. Owen Craigie will be the first and the last player to play three years of Australian schoolboys. Now, the big O, he just had all the ability in the world. He could do absolutely anything, and he could do it off the top of his head. I've heard Andrew Johns say before that he's the most gifted player he's ever seen, and it's hard to argue with. Um, Chips over the top, just instinct plays. He was unbelievable. So entertaining, Owen Craigie, and... He had his challenges throughout his career. Uh, He bounced around a few clubs, had a couple of off-field troubles, and uh, there was a lot of criticism his entire career about his playing weight and whatnot. But Owen Craigie, you can't deny, he had all the ability in the world. He could have been absolutely anything. I put him on this list, but at the end of the day, he won a premiership with the Knights. He played a heap of NRL, a sensational guy. You can catch him on Instagram now, Owen Craigie. He's a, he started a new movement, getting people fit and moving. It's called Chase the Energy. I highly advise you jump onto his page and have a look. A champion fella who's doing great things in the community. Uh, the next man is a guy that he's a little bit younger. He's, he's still sort of around. He played in um, he played in one of those uh, one of those sevens comps a few weeks ago, and his team won. His name's Jacob Loco. Now, Loco came through for the Parramatta Eels about eight years ago, and he was just looking 
like an all-time star. And the few times I saw him play, I think he played a couple of first-grade games, but he never really never really kicked on. But in the juniors coming through and when he first burst on the scene, he was simply unbelievable. And yeah, I remember watching him play juniors, and it just wasn't fair. It just wasn't fair how, how dominant Jacob Loco was. Now, he had a couple of issues off the field. Um, he's always been in a bit of trouble. He's always... Um, sort of you, you you question the people he's hung around with and whatnot, but I don't know him personally, so I can't really comment, but there's always been issues there, and I think the NRL teams just eventually went, oh, no thank you, um, it's all too hard. I'd love to see him get another shot in the future. I've still, I see him on Instagram now, he's still fit as a fiddle, I'm sure he could still throw it with the best of them. Uh, at 5'8", and this guy is, I mean, he bounced around to six or seven clubs. I know off the top of my head he was at Canterbury, he was at Penrith, he was at the Melbourne Storm, he went all over the place. Every coach that had him thought, I'll get him right, and when I do, I'm going to have a superstar on my hands. That's a Rana Tomata. Now, this guy had all the ability on the field, but once again, off-field indiscretions. It was just the end of him, and he just couldn't keep himself on the straight and narrow. But you talk to anyone that played with a Rana Tomata, he was unbelievable. He was one of the best 5'8s you will ever see. All the skills in the world. Your skill set was just on another planet. If you could put his skill set into a headlight, you know, into a body and a brain like like Cooper Cronk or someone, he would have been the best player of all time. He just had so much ability, so much war instincts, but unfortunately, we never really got to see the best out of him. I think he played a handful of first grade games. I'd have to check that. I'm not exactly sure, but I mean, I think the last thing he got sacked for at the Panthers was stealing prescription drugs from the doctor, team doctor. Yeah, so had a lot of issues. Don't quote me on that, but had a lot of issues. And uh, Arana Tomata, he could have been absolutely anything. The last player I'm going to mention is the halfback. Now, this guy was on my podcast earlier uh, this year. Sorry, yeah, an absolute champion fella, Tim Smith. When he burst onto the scene in 2005, he had 40 try assists in his debut season. Uh, and, you know, everyone was calling him the answer, Parramatta's answer to Peter Sterling. And he just collected so much momentum early. The rookie of the year, he was sensational. You know, you see guys like Jonathan Thurston, Lockyer, Fittler. Like these guys didn't get anywhere near 40 try assists in a season. Tim Smith did it in his first season, which simply defies belief. He was just so good at what he did. He had this cutout ball that it's just never been rivaled by anyone. He had one of the best passes we've ever seen. Along up there with, like, Ricky Stewart in the 90s and whatnot, he was unbelievable. He just used to zing passes from one side of the field to the other, throw it 25 metres on an absolute string. Uh, Tim would go on to play a few more seasons at Parramatta before moving to the Sharks. F- funnily enough, there is coached by Ricky Stewart. It didn't all sort of work out for Tim Smith. He ended up over in England. He had a couple of issues over there. Uh, he's now retired, living with his beautiful wife, Renee. I believe they're down in Melbourne from memory. Uh, but Tim Smith, he had all the ability in the world. And as a half, he could have been absolutely anything. That first season, we will never see anything like that again. Now, as I said, I'll do the forwards tomorrow, but I did have two backs on my bench. And the first one is Benny Jones. Now, Ben Jones was a product of Matraville High. I remember coming through um, when I was at school and used to watch Matto, and their halves were Adam Reynolds and Ben Jones. And dare I say, Ben Jones looked like the better footballer at that stage. Benny Jones had, you know, this bright red hair, but he just had all of the skills in the world. He was tough as nails. He was sort of a... I don't even, he was a 5'8", lock, centre. He could just do everything, Ben Jones, and didn't all kick on for him as we expected. He ended up playing a couple of games for the Roosters. Then he bounced around a few clubs. Still see him around Sydney now, but Ben Jones was one guy that he could have been absolutely anything, a superstar of our game that went missing. 
The other guy is um, is a winger that came out of the Brisbane Broncos. I think he had one season where he was just unbelievable, and I couldn't tell you exactly what year it was. I'm going to say 07 or 08, and that was Leon Bott. He burst onto the scene for the Brisbane Broncos, playing on the left wing, and he was just unstoppable. Another one of those, Matty Utai, Taniela Tawaki, he was just a short, stocky, but he was lightning quick and incredibly strong, and just no one could handle Leon Bott. Coming out of his own end, he was sensational. He'd always find his elbows and knees. He's always been the line. A sensational footballer and a great finisher. Not really sure what ended up having to Leon. Last time I saw him, he was playing in the shoot shield. I think he was playing for Manly, and there was an incident where whoever they were playing, they uh, whoever Manly was playing, Manly put up a massive bomb, and he came through, and he, geez, he collected this winger about three seconds before the ball hit the ground, and that's my last memory of Leon Bott, but... Him playing for the Brisbane Broncos on the left edge, he was electrifying. He could have been absolutely anything. Stay tuned. Tomorrow we'll be dropping our forward pack of our uh, should-have-been superstars team along with the two guys we've got on the bench. There are some big names coming here in the forward pack, some absolute stars with just huge size and huge skill set but didn't quite live up to their potential. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.